Hello, and thank you for joining us to learn more about how you can participate with ARM and get the most from your ARM membership. Whether you have only a little or a bit more time, ARM needs your expertise too. Today, Ed Pohl, the director of the Center for Innovation and Healthcare Logistics at the University of Arkansas, will be interviewing Bob Taylor, the Associate Vice President of Supply Chain at the UAB Health System. Good afternoon. My name is Ed Pohl. I've been an ARM member for over six years, and I'm currently a professor of industrial engineering at the University of Arkansas. Today with me is Bob Taylor, and Bob and I are going to have a discussion about ARM volunteerism. And so I'm going to let Bob introduce himself, and then we'll proceed with our discussion. Bob? Uh, good afternoon, and thank you very much, Ed. Uh, as Ed said, I'm helping to hopefully shed some light on some of the opportunities and the value of being an ARM member and certainly an ARM volunteer. I'm currently the Vice President of Managed Services for Paralon in Nashville, and I have been an ARM member for probably a total of about 15 years now. And currently I serve as an ARM board member, and I am the Vice Chair for the Annual Conference Education Committee. So ARM's a professional society, and as a professional society, why does ARM need volunteers? Don't we have a professional staff to uh, manage ARM? Uh, ARM certainly does have a professional staff. It's a very limited staff, and their primary role is to help uh, administrate the department and make sure that there's structure in order to help facilitate communication and, of course, things like our annual conference and a lot of the communication and networking activity that takes place. I do believe the real value of ARM and the reason that ARM needs volunteers is that this is an organization of professionals, by professionals, and for professionals. And what I mean by that is the many members that make up ARM as an organization are also the same people that are best positioned to bring content to the organization, help lead and direct for the future of the organization, and really elevate the industry uh, and the, the folks within the industry based on what the needs of the industry require. All right, thanks. So, Bob, you mentioned that you're an active volunteer with, uh, with ARM. How do you personally benefit by volunteering with ARM? I think there's several ways, actually. Uh, of course, as a board member and uh, a member of the Annual Conference Education Committee, I think it's probably evident that I have found my membership and my involvement of ARM not only to be helpful and fruitful from a professional perspective, and as in I get to help contribute and kind of mold and, and direct some of where the organization may go, but I also benefit from that very personally as it's an opportunity for me to give back to the industry, uh, and that is an industry that I have been involved in for over 25 years and has been very uh, good to me and one that changes fairly regularly and routinely so I get the benefit of uh, personal benefit and satisfaction of being able to help give back to those that perhaps are newer and thinking about healthcare supply chain as a career moving forward. So for those folks listening, what sort of skills or knowledge does somebody need to be an ARM volunteer? Are there any special set of skills or knowledge that they need? I think the most important skill, or and I don't know if skill is exactly the correct uh, adjective or descriptor for this, but I think the most important attribute is just a desire to be involved. 
there's a, a large membership. Uh, it's very diverse. It covers industry. It covers the providers, the military. Uh, there's a lot of choices within ARM for volunteer options, uh, depending on what your interests may be. And I think really what is the most important thing is to want to contribute and want to be part of something that perhaps is bigger than just yourself, bigger than just your personal or your uh, organization for whom you work, and really start to connect a little bit more broadly across the industry with others that are working towards the same goals and towards the same ends as you may be. Another question people might have is, you know, some folks are hesitant about joining or volunteering because of time. You know, we're all, time is a precious commodity to all of us. So if you don't have a lot of time or don't feel like you have a lot of time, can you still find opportunities to volunteer? I think there are always ways to volunteer, and you're correct. Time can be a, a large constraint for many people because, obviously, we all have day jobs. It is a professional organization, uh, and except for those folks that are, uh, formally employed by ARM, it's something to which we need to contribute uh, almost as an adjunct to what we do daily on a professional basis. Uh, there's listservs that are out there. That's probably one of the least time consumptive uh, and invest the lower investment methodology or methods to participate and, and contribute. And a lot of folks will put questions out on the listserv. They'll solicit opinion, uh, feedback, and advice from other members. And that's an easy way to involve yourself in the organization, find out what other people are doing, and may possibly find out not only can you contribute to other people's challenges, but you can use the listserv yourself and put your challenges out there as well and get feedback from others. Certainly it makes more sense to solicit the total combined intellectual knowledge of the entire membership than try to recreate everything every single time by yourself. I think that's probably one of the less time-consumptive ways. And, of course, as your commitment or interest in, com in committing and your time allocation may change, there are committees that can be uh, joined, and there's a variety of different topics on a lot of the different committees. There are local chapters in many areas where if you want to be able to network face-to-face -face and have the opportunity to consult with people that may be your peers within a closer geography, and those generally are reduced. Uh, they do require some time. Obviously, if there's a, a chapter meeting, you would have to set the time aside to go to the chapter meeting, but frequently there's less travel involved, and it can be done on a less costly basis. There's ad hoc committees that come out periodically that may require some time, but on a limited time basis as opposed to a, a two-year or a multi-year commitment. So I think there's a lot of different ways to contribute and invest and participate from everything from a, a very light commitment to one that's more uh, consumptive or involved with your professional and your daily life. So I've got one final question for you. How does ARM and, and the broader healthcare community benefit from the volunteers that, that work with the association? I think ARM benefits when the members benefit. I don't know if ARM in and of itself benefits or could benefit without returning that value and that benefit back to the membership in an equal or greater amount. And I think the, the benefit is 
collecting and aggregating the combined intellectual capital of thousands of members that are involved in the healthcare supply chain facing somewhat similar or common challenges, whether those are internal within their own organization or those that are driven externally through regulatory agencies. And it's the opportunity to partner with others, to share experiences, learn from others' experiences and their successes and their failures without necessarily having to do all of that yourself and experience every bit of that yourself. And I think that's what really helps contribute back to the organization and then in turn to the members of the organization. And I think the CQO movement is probably one of the key examples of that. So cost, quality, and outcomes is ARM's go-forward mantra, so to speak, for where supply chain really needs to go to the next level. And that was developed after looking forward at what in, what was going on within the industry, looking at what the regulatory changes were, looking at healthcare reform, and then really focusing on how would our membership have to perform in order to be successful in the new paradigm. And everybody certainly could have gone out. They could have invented that on their own and had 2,000 variations of the theme or we could come together and put our collective thought together and really develop it as an industry movement, which is where I think it's really landed. Bob, I would like to thank you for volunteering today with, with your time and uh, effort. We appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about the role volunteers play at ARM, and have a good day. Thank you very much. And this is the final comment. I think I would really encourage everybody just to reach out and identify Uh, the different opportunities, find the one that may be of most interest, and then reach out and make that initial step to figure out how you may be able to contribute and in turn benefit from being a volunteer and a contributor to ARM. Thank you, Ed. Thanks for listening. For more information on how you can volunteer a little or a lot of your time, please contact ARM through their website at www.ahrmm.com dot org.